and we are rolling. What's up, guys? We're rolling. All right. Those of you who, who have made it this far, the old-fashioned Hollywood podcast. What's up? I'm, yeah. uh, I'm not as cool as I used to yeah. be. I've been doing mostly just water on every yeah. podcast for the last like four. <clears throat> I'm drinking because uh, it's hot outside. I'm drinking a uh, Guinness in a frosty mug. It is hot. It, it, like I was saying, it became it was like a light switch like three days ago. Just flipped mm. from cold to hot like with no warning. Oh, that's loud. I'm loud. Oh no, the the mug. Oh. Um, yeah, what's yeah. so? <laughs> so here, here we are. Scotty's pouring his drink. That's why we're quiet. Yeah, here we are. We are back. It's still, still we're still, uh, still in quarantine, quarantine town. Maybe for another else? three or four weeks, right? Uh, yeah, the forecast is not clear at this moment. Oh yeah. man, um, you know, today was the first day I actually got out, as you know, and I, I talked to a friend and I, fo- I found a part of Griffith Park that is open. Oh. And that you're allowed to go to, and nice. I ran. Now I wasn't allowed to go on the the paths, but I stayed on the road through the park. And dude, you know that was huge. It's I never thought it would be such a dramatic feeling just being able to go outside, yeah, and go into the park. But it felt like <laughs> it felt like I was waking up. You know what I mean? I was right. like, this is incredible. And it's like I, I used to do it all the time. You know, it's it's crazy how this has affected our minds, just being cooped up and limited to where we can go. Yeah, so I'm just sitting out on, on my balcony. I pulled my uh, my old uh, grandma recliner out to the balcony with an umbrella and sit out there. And Hollywood Boulevard is pretty dead now, so it's yeah. actually kind of nice to yeah. sit out there in the in the sun and read or do my writing. And mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna get used to this traffic. Yeah, I think I probably already oh, have. Yeah, and uh, as soon as the quarantine's over, it's gonna go back to. Like right now, I wake up at um. I'm supposed I in my own my own rules are that I go out the door by seven a.m. to make it to work on time. Um, and there's no way I've been slacking. I've been going later uh-huh. and later and later, and I still get there on time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck! I don't have to go till seven fifteen. I'm right. cool. Yeah, yeah. And like, I know this is gonna be a switch, and we're gonna go back to the traffic and stuff, and I'm gonna be late to work for like a week or two before. Oh, I can yeah. And people re- just gonna retrain it, freak out, and oh yeah. yeah, yeah. People think they're at home stressed out with the pillar back on the freeways to stressed out. Yeah, because right now you're just breezing all over. I go to Santa Monica. I'm there in 15, 20 minutes. You know. Yeah. It's kind of surreal, actually. I never thought that would be. A sentence that came out of my mouth is that I could go to Santa Monica from Hollywood <laughs> in 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And not be like 2 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday or that's, something. That's what's nice know? about L.A. I mean, even when during the normal times, was yeah. there was that surreal, cool, nice feeling of uh, driving around L.A. at night, like at 3 a.m., and it was just yours, you yeah. know? And, but you knew in four hours it was going to be a clusterfuck yeah. again, but yeah. Here we are. <clears throat> so we're pretty banged up. I'm, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Uh, we put out the second episode of the web series, The Vul- Vulgar Fantastico, uh, which I'm really, really happy with and, and people uh, seem to like. Where can people watch that? Uh, just look up Vulgar Fantastico on YouTube. Yeah. Um, episode two just went up. You know, I don't, I don't know how to promote this thing. It's not like there's somewhere to send our press releases that I know of right now, mm-hmm. you know? So it's pretty much just word of mouth. It's not a major thing, but I'm really happy with it. Um, I just put myself under a kind of stress to keep the bar high quality wise and to pump them out at a relatively regular pace. And that sounds nice, but that when you have a day job is a lot, (laughs) it's a tall Mm -hmm. order. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it beat me up. So today's my first day where I don't have anything to work on and I'm trying to just chill out, man. Yeah. 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 It was, it was fun to work on, um, to, to shoot the episodes and uh, to, to create these little worlds and stuff like that. Um, yeah. 
so what um, you know I, I know, but you know for our uh, for our, our uh, un, unlearned uh, listeners, what uh, what was what was the big challenge this time around? Oh, <laughs> he knows. Um, so basically, just to start, everybody, um, this the series we're doing is like um, it's it's like a I wouldn't say variety show, but that sounds misleading. It's almost like a dark. You know, we a lot of us grew up on things like Fraggle Rock and Neverending Story. It's like a weird, dark, absurdist fantasy world with my character who's in quarantine kind of losing his mind and we've got like a a major character as a puppet but it's not like a stupid puppet you find on the ground or at a thrift store it's a really cool looking (laughs) character um and so it's bizarro this kind of world it's almost like you know it's like uh going down that hole that the the old man looks at in fraggle rock with his dog's always barking at like going down Mm. this weird ass world that we created um dark humor i really love it um uh, so as far as the production goes, the issue we had was the sound was all fucked. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all of it. Yeah. And I didn't say online, hey, we had to ADR this, mm-hmm. which means to, to voice to, to record voiceover work, because I knew that people would be looking for that. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't bring it up. Right. I think it's okay to bring it up now. Um, but I think we did a pretty damn good job at covering that. I've, I haven't had anybody say anything to me about it once. Mm-hmm. And as, as a matter of fact, I was reading a compliment I sent to you about, wow, the sound's really good on this. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God. That mm-hmm. took me 72 hours to figure out, you know, yeah. like just that thing alone, which was killing me. Yeah. Well, and, you know, us not it's not a lot like we have, like, access to, like, a professional recording studio and, gear and stuff like yeah. that. It's like we've got yeah. this and that and kind of – and it ended up the solution was was taking your, um, you know, your your podcast mic and, and hooking that into the laptop mm-hmm. and, you know – Recording that in as quiet of a room as, as we could as we could find. Yeah, it was it was insane. <laughs> I can see here you go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's like right, right. I mean, we can. Come on close. Yeah, I know. It's I'll like, sit back here and shoot. Yeah, it's just like I couldn't hear anything else. But, go ahead, go ahead. You can just, roll. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to do. Uh, okay, it's still going. I didn't even pause it, so we'll just have to edit that out. Um, but I, I think I think it's interesting because a lot of people don't realize, even within the industry, that that most big budget films like ADR everything like they may get like you know big budget like like uh, uh um avengers type movies and stuff like that like that's almost like a hundred percent adr I think, I think films in the industry i think it's 70 percent yeah mm-hmm. right i mean if you're shooting an independent low budget film you're not going to because that's so much more expensive it's mm-hmm. so much more time in post-production in the studio yeah. and the mixing and and all that kind of stuff um but you know, it's and it's so much cheaper on set to get your to get your audio and get it good. It's it's right. not really that difficult, but if you've got tens of millions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars to make your film, why not do Just it in the, the studio? Money. You know, it also <clears throat> gives it gives directors and stuff a chance to like tweak performances and mm-hmm. things. So absolutely, yeah. One of the things our actress Kristen was saying was. She's like, there's something so not authentic about doing the ADR work. And I, I was like, I, I don't know. You know, I, I get why actors feel that way. Yeah. But to be totally honest, I've seen some performances improved upon by ADR work. Uh, just a little bit of an inflection tweak and suddenly the scene meant something differently a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I think you're not always screwed having to do it. Uh, just if you're going to do it, do it well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, the, the spot that I did... Um, it was tough because my performance was was very physical. Oh yeah, Scotty played a troll. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun, and and Scotty was covered in troll makeup. Yeah, um, pointy be- ears. Because you know we had we had talked before about the the voice that I was going to do, 
And then when I went and I did it, the voice was... I wouldn't say it was drastically different, but it was pretty different than when you did the, the ADR later. It was no, no, no. The when when we were first talking, I was showing you the Monty Python mm-hmm. voice and the yeah. the spam eggs, eggs spam and ham. Yeah, you didn't really like, do that. Like, I, I that was like the the that was like the base that I kind of worked from. Yeah. But then when I saw myself in the makeup and I started to like transform like physically what I thought yeah. it like it the way I was holding my body and all that, mm-hmm. just like a different voice came out of that, you know. Yeah. And and the dialogue I didn't I didn't take your dialogue word for word from the script mm-hmm. and each time I did it, it was a different performance yeah. and, and the inflection of my voice and the words right. I said so then trying to go back and do that ADR was very difficult yeah so Scotty's all of his audio playing this troll character is all in one shot yeah so that there's too. no cuts there's no breaks you know and he's talking fast like da 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 and I'm this and it's like thankfully you were masked because he's moving in and out of shadows. Right. Yeah. Which is huge. Actually, yeah. For yeah, me, yeah. I was putting it together. Well, I mean, it took job. me, you know, I want to say it took me f- probably 15 takes to get one that was usable where I, I was saying all the right words in more or less the right timing. The right rhythm, yeah. yeah. And had the voice more or less passable. Yeah. And then it took me, and then it took me another like five or six, I think, after that, where. Where, where I, I really was able to get the voice quality what I wanted because I could say all the words, but I could hear I could hear um, like a sort of like lack of confidence in oh, my yeah. voice, I you know, because yeah, when yeah. I was on the, you're just trying to say it right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and when uh-huh. when I was doing it for real, it was like I wasn't even thinking you're about what moment. I was saying. Yeah, I yeah. was just I was saying That's it. That's the those, problem with yeah, yeah. too is, you know, somebody's yeah. just trying to do a good job and not, not playing a character anymore. Yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously we can watch it and I, I see where the, the audio is not matching perfectly. I can mm-hmm. see it when I'm watching it now, but I, yeah, I don't think anybody was wise to it. You know, Melinda, our friend, is always spotting ADR. I think the voices. I think the I don't know, like, you just stare yeah. at mouths mm-hmm. all the time. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not very good at it. To be uh, to be honest, when you're in my opinion, when you're editing something like that, um, you can take the audio, the actual audio from a from a take, uh-huh. line it up exactly right to the performance, and if I stare long enough at the mouth, I will convince myself it doesn't match. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't tell because mm-hmm. because I don't. I'm not used to watching mouths move when they're really, you know yeah. what I mean? I was like, does uh-huh. the sound come out there? Is it come out yeah. one beat later? I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I've, I've even on stuff I've edited where I'm just trying to sync the audio up where I have video that doesn't have the audio attached and I've got the yeah. audio recorded separately. Right. And for some reason I can't get it. It's like they were exactly recorded at the same time. And I'm like, is it a frame Ahead or is it frame behind? Yeah, because you're, like, you're, you're looking too closely. At it, you yeah, know, yeah. It throws you off. Yeah. It's the same thing with um, sometimes there's music in a cut. And, you know, yeah, I don't know if people notice this. I, I'll tell you what, this is one thing I did notice, even as a kid and a teenager, is I would notice when they would take a song and they would cut the middle out just for time in a commercial mm-hmm. or, an, or like a SNL skit. And they would have to, when you cut the middle out, you have to bridge those two pieces mm-hmm. that are left. Mm-hmm. And like, you can usually find the right moment where the beat is perfect and you can mm-hmm. do it, sew it in, and it's like sometimes it's flawless. Yeah. I've gotten pretty good at that. But but that's another thing too where I'm like, I listen to it, I listen to it, and I'm like, does it will anybody know? I think that's perfect. And then I'm like, no, what I do is I, I close my eyes mm-hmm. and I just like think of nothing, stare off in the other direction, I hit play and I just look at anything but the editing editing right. on the computer. And it's just there's a song playing in the background, and does my brain go Hey, that didn't seem right. And yeah. if it doesn't, then good. But that's another thing where you can over, 
You play too much and you lose the ability to tell what's good and bad. Right. Yeah. What do they call it? Edit, editor's eye, editor's ear. They say yeah, it all the time. Yeah. We're like, dude, I can't. Yeah. I or, have no grasp of what's good or bad anymore. Yeah. And like, like when you hear like a little bit of sound or static or, or mm-hmm. something that's just inherent in, in certain recordings and yeah. you hear it. And once you hear it, you're always aware it's that it's there. You. Yeah. It's, yeah. you can never, mm-hmm. you can never not see it. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. But that's I mean yeah those those the, the challenges of of, of post production when we did Fifth Passenger, we did a little bit of ADR. Um, there were scenes where like the the actors were wearing space helmets and you know the the mic just didn't pick up right the, right like the gas mask yeah 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 the gas mask kind of stuff and so we did ADR for that and then we also did. We did ADR for uh, language because we we made the we ended up making the film PG thirteen. Uh, oh, it's we, only PG thirteen. I thought it was P, I thought it would be R. Um, yeah, well, I mean, because because we took out we took out all the all the instances of fuck in and in it to make yeah. it because we were we were in talks with like Sci Fi Channel. And we were trying oh, to get it I on Sci Fi Channel, yeah, so you we to get them to, yeah, yeah, so we purposely. It didn't end up going through, but we we were like, well, let's just make the cut. You know, you know, PG thirteen <clears> safe. Yeah, um, because you know, really didn't feel that that the profanity added much to okay. it. You know, and, and that yeah. to me is important. Is like if it if it adds yeah. something to yeah. it. You know, yeah. and so we we had had a couple instances of that where we were able to figure out how to how to change like instead of fuck you forget you or like like <laughs> like the oh they used to play the old uh, Big Lebowski they used to right. play it on Comedy Central. <laughs> And everyone, it's almost like as quotable as the mm-hmm, movie now. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, forget you, man. I mean, they do that in yeah, all the movies, yeah. right? But one of the things is, is this guy, if you remember John Goodman saying this, this is what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass. What yeah. are they saying it? He says, is, he says, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. When you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> this is what happens, Larry, when you find a stranger in the Alps. Like, you're like, what the hell? Like, what are you talking make, about? Doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Though. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's, you know, I... I I, I, I struggled with that, too, because it was like, you know, we don't want to betray it. We don't want mm. it to seem like it's mm. seem like we're like cheesing it off or that that's what we did. Right. You know, and, and um, you know, you know, we were able to find we were able to find a couple, um, <coughs> you know, uh, uh, a couple ways to do that, to get around it and things like forget you. It ended up working in, in there. And I think, you know, it's it's all. You know, What's it's, important to you? It's a little yeah. off topic from the film stuff, mm, but sure. that's interesting you bring it up. Um, how do you feel about, because there's a, a friend of mine, she was telling me she really doesn't like too much swearing, mm-hmm. just like if she's dating somebody or whatever. Mm. And uh, Fuck that. I I mean, I honestly, I was just like, what? Like, I don't, like, yeah. I to me, it sounds crazy. And I'm not trying to be contrarian. I'm not trying to sound cool. But yeah. to me... Um, Every person I'm close with cusses a pretty fair amount. Yeah. You, everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's dropping F-bombs. and They're all really <laughs> good people. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I see no line between the two. I, I don't even see a line anymore between rudeness and swearing. Yeah. As long as you're not doing it in front of... There are places, I, I guess, where you don't... You, yeah. You're not trying to rock the boat at a funeral. You're not trying to hurt grandma. Right, right grandma, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I understand all that. But um, I actually feel in the swearing thing, not only do I think it's not a big deal, but I think, I mean, if it doesn't fit your movie, it doesn't fit your movie, but I think there's something really uh, um, uh, authentic yeah. about adults who swear. Right. 
because that's the world. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the world's rated R, man. And I don't yeah. mean it's rated gross R. Right. I don't mean it's rated trying to be shocking R. Right. I just mean casual life mm-hmm. is rated R at the very least. Yeah. The pictures you see are going to go way past R mm-hmm. sometimes in the newspaper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like day to day, I don't, I don't, I just, I guess I'm trying to articulate this. I guess I don't see any benefit. I don't see anything notable or noteworthy uh, about trying to PG up any part of adult life. Right, right. It, I, it doesn't make yeah. it better to me. It doesn't make it sweeter. It doesn't make it... It's, it's like, what? Yeah. That's what? I think I think for me, it's it's, it's totally contextual in yeah, the exactly. sense, I right? I mean, it's like, you know, there's, there's one thing, obviously, it's rude if you're, oh, fuck you, you're a piece of shit, mm-hmm. versus, man, I was in a line and this fucking guy just keeps bugging me. That's what I'm talking right? about. It doesn't you know, mean and, anything to me. Yeah, yeah and, and in that sense, I think, like, I use that a lot, Um and 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 I I like that if, if you're bringing that authenticity into scripts and I and, and but it, but in in real life, like obviously it doesn't offend me because I swear and I think, I think it's the sort of thing like, there's this like this um, it's almost like a self fulfilling prophecy in a sense it's like it's offensive because you think it's offensive but really it's just a word we were it's just, just talking about we we're just, just talking about victimless crimes I mean yeah ago. yeah yeah and it's just it's just like you just sounds that are coming out of your you mouth you were taught it was rude. Right, right. But really, you wouldn't think it was rude if nobody and, told you it was rude. And 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 and, it, and it's totally cultural. Like uh, yeah. people, people in the UK use the word "cunt," mm-hmm. and it's and it's not it's not as an offensive of a word as right. it is here in the United States. Yeah. Like I've spoken with with girls and women here in the United States who like that word is the worst oh, sure. word that has ever I mean, been almost invented. Almost every girl says that. Almost every girl goes, I don't like the C word. In, in one word I don't like. It's in in the United States. Yeah, that's what I mean. But, I, but you go, you know, you go to, to England and other other oh, parts of the world. All the time. Dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. It's 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 a whole different usage <laughs> of the word. So like obviously these words don't have intrinsic meaning. You know, right. words have usages and in, in, right. in, in, in that context. And you but know, if somebody is just f f f f f f f f, you're like, what are you? Are you? Well, what, it, you it starts to like, it, what, yeah, it's, it starts to lose its meaning. But in in that sense, like I almost like it because. In in the real world, yeah. it, it loses its meaning in that it's it's not offensive anymore. But that's what I like about it, right? But it still has an impact. It, to me, there's also God. I, I don't mean to sound like a, a a dumbass, but I think, man, I don't know. Like I feel like the smartest people I know, they just swear, yeah, and they don't even know that they're swearing mm-hmm. because it has nothing to do with anything to them. Yeah, and the people who make that's like an interesting topic to them, like right. they're offended or whatever. Like I'm like, yeah. why that's so uninteresting to me? Like I don't. Well, it's they they've they've done like neurological studies, like people who have Tourette's and stuff. Like why people swear a lot when they have Tourette's mm-hmm. is because uh, uh, curse words and bad words are like logged in a different portion of your brain oh, yeah. because there's this taboo. You like, like lock them up in a box there, and right? It, right, it cracks open sometimes. Yeah, and, and that's oh, why yeah, people yeah. with Tourette's those those words come out because they're right. they're in a different box, and right. yeah, and that's how funny. Is it? Yeah, yeah, we were watching Sopranos the other day, and Uncle Junior falls in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> What's he say? He, he your says, mother's cut. You didn't know your sister. Your sister's cut. Like yeah. as he falls and hits the ground, he's alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said that. Was like it makes me laugh. It's so. Silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting too. What you just said about the, the tourists and them locking it up there. Yeah, um, and and I think you know, but but for me, when it comes to movies and it comes to screenwriting, I think that's <clears> different <throat> because it can get 
it can get lazy in in a sense, oh, right? Sure. You know, if it's like try, especially if he's trying to sound cool. Well, just or just in the sense like like you have characters and you know something bad happens and the one character says, "Oh man, we're fucked." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, okay, that's a generic thing to say. Yeah, yeah. No, like, like could couldn't you find a, a better way? We're that's fucked if it's Canada. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're fucked. Like like a way that kind of. Um, that that's more indicative of who that character is. For something sure. that adds adds character. But you don't have to cuss to have be have it be a cliche. No, of uh, course. Let's split of course. up, gang. There's no cussing right. there. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. Still like, come oh, on. Well, yeah, yeah. With anything, but I think you know if you have, unless that's like okay, this is this character. So this character swears all the time, and it's sort of part of who the character is, and then the other characters interact and say, "Man, why don't yeah. you? Why are you always swearing? Oh, fuck that!" And it's if 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 that's part of the joke or that's that's something there. I feel like because. Because I feel like screenwriting and and films and stories, there's there's this um, part of it where everything is there for a reason. It's like you've got ninety well, minutes. Like you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got you've got like there. ninety minutes to to like right. tell a story, and right. it's like like try to make everything that you're putting in there is it has to have a utility. Yeah, is like enlightening of the of mm-hmm. the character or yeah, has some sort of utility or it's or it's mm-hmm. entertaining or it's funny or it's this right. or that or the other. But if it's just you know, characters are just randomly swearing for no it's apparent lame. It's reason. Lame as hell. It's and, irritating. Yeah, unless unless it's something like Snatch where you're like, okay, well this is a culture and you've got like a bunch of right. young kids and they're all swearing because that's what these young kids do. They're just trying to sound cool. It's like but that's part of it. They're all right. trying to be yeah. everyone's trying to be cool in Snatch. Right, you know? right, right. Uh, there's two things. One, I was thinking too. Uh, just it's important to me to you know, it, it just I see no, I see no link between not swearing and being moral whatsoever. Mm. And I think that at least speaking from experience, the people I know who, if you're gay in America or you're poor, or you're Muslim, the people you have to be the most afraid of where their voting is concerned and your rights are concerned, those are the people who swear the least. Yeah. The people I know. Yeah. And that's a general generalization. I'm sure there are some uh, outliers in there right. and there's some exceptions, but generally speaking, I mean, that's pretty true. Like I, I'm actually picturing them and I'm like, no, the people you have to worry about, like yeah. not caring about you don't cuss all that much, dude. And I don't, you know, I, um, and then the second thing I was going to say is, um, it's almost an elementary conversation to have. It's almost like a basic college age conversation to have where we talk about how cussing's not a big deal, man. And like, every, we all like know that now we're in our thirties and forties. Sure. Uh, but I guess part of me is taking it a step further than it's not a big deal. Uh-huh. Part of me, and I don't know that there are studies that back this up, but part of me suspects that cussing is somehow casual cussing, not trying to be cool. Right. Some form of just it becoming an invisible part of your language is either linked to character or intelligence. I would be really interested to see it, but I, I would not be shocked if it was. Right. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Well, they, they, they have done studies where... Um, people who swear often are perceived to be more more honest. Yeah, because it's so. Yeah, that's kind of it's. They're not. It's not a game. Too. You know what I mean? Unless, right. Yeah, but then again, like we said, of course, you could be doing it just to come off a certain way. So mm-hmm. it could be inauthentic too. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily mean that people who swear are more honest, but but how people perceive them. People perceive people who swear as more honest because I guess maybe there's this idea, well, this person doesn't care. This person doesn't care about the sensibilities and, mm-hmm. and offending people. It's like He's, you're talking to the person. You feel yeah. like you're talking to the, a person. Right. Like the wall is down he, between the two of you sometimes. 
like uh, uh, hate to like you know tie it in, but you know you, you talk about somebody like Trump or something like that. There's this idea that oh he's just telling it like it is. He's just he plays that up though, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know he's he says the nasty thing and he's just he's saying what everybody else is thinking. And maybe there's there's an element to that sort of thing that you know the person who goes around and swears is um uh, uh not you know you know doesn't have that filter, and because they don't have that filter. They're they're more honest or something. I don't know. So so what I'm looking at here is a study, a mm-hmm. science director trying to see. It looks like a university did it. Kristen L J and Timothy B J. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they're husband and wife. And the highlights is BJs. taboo word fluency is correlated with general fluency. Uh-huh. So just you know being articulate. I, I suppose uh-huh. it's saying taboo words com- taboo words comprise prerogatives and slurs. Taboo fluency is correlated with neuro- neuroticism and openness. Oh okay yeah. So it's not shocking. That seems right. kind of yeah. like yeah. So that so that oh, so that openness, I think, kind of kind of relates into the honesty aspect yeah, of something. Of some, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, this is just one study. I mean, I'm not seeing, but I'm sure they peer reviewed their own as best they could. But right, right. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Anyway, didn't mean to stay on cussing for so long. No, I think I think it's an interesting topic, especially you know, like if if you if you get into something like you know filmmaking and screenwriting and stuff like that, how how it relates and you know. You know what? It's a tra- you know we we weren't sure we were going to talk about this today, but. Speaking of it, I mean, we might as well. We, yeah. I, it's it's not entirely unrelated, but we were talking earlier about victimless crimes. Yeah, morals. Like mm. so. So, guys, think of like. So, if you tell somebody stealing's wrong, objectively, it's pretty simple to understand why stealing is wrong. You've crossed a boundary. You've taken. I've taken Scott's object for myself without any kind of uh, uh, um, understanding or conversation, and so I have I have crossed a boundary into somebody else's rights. Murder, same thing. Rape, same thing. Um, and then people would fight, obviously, against homosexual marriage. And you'd be like, what do you, what do you, you, you have no leg to stand on. And our, our argument was, they're not hurting you. They're not harming mm-hmm. anybody. Therefore, leave them alone. Right. And we're all like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So why aren't we like that with incest, for example? Mm-hmm. That's just one example. They're not harming anybody. And before mm-hmm. you start going, well, the studies say that their kids are more likely to be mentally, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. one, I don't know if that's true. Maybe it is. But two... Okay, say it's two gay guys then. Right. Like, again, it fits that same box of, like, they're not harming anybody, leave them alone. Another extreme example I thought of was um, cannibalism, which is, right. like, I'm not talking about murder, but I'm talking about, like... After they're already dead. After they're dead again. Right. Yeah. The, and my point is not that I think these things are great. Scotty thinks they are. I'm torn. <laughs> no, my point was more that... Uh, <laughs> was just that um, I can't rationalize why certain things are wrong mm-hmm. but i feel deeply that they are mm-hmm. and is that not part of what makes people dangerous that mm-hmm. part or is it because one example i used i told scotty earlier was i think sam harris brought it up was if i were to say hey this is jeffrey Dahmer's jacket do you want to wear it mm-hmm. you'd be like ew no mm-hmm. but really it's just a jacket it's not a cannibal jacket it's mm-hmm. just a jacket mm-hmm. and if somebody were like yeah sure and they just threw it on you go whoa what's wrong with that guy right, but again right. objectively there's nothing there Right. Um, so I, I, I wonder, like, well, is this a part of us that's flawed and yeah. it might have negative consequences? Or is there su- something there that yeah. is part of a well, reasonable brain? First, about the gay incestuous cannibalism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... Uh, Let's just do incest, for example. Sure. Because that's probably well, the toughest. Yeah, I mean, I think it... I mean, there's, there's so many... There's so many ways to look at it. I think, obviously... You know, you have to distinguish 
like, are you talking about let's say siblings, like like adults over the age of eighteen? That Everybody's are consensual. Yeah, I yeah, think right, for the right. for this to be, a, well, I would call it a case study. For example, sure. For this to be a fair study, we have to assume everything's consensual. Everybody's right. of age. Right. No harm is being done to anybody. That they're nothing. Everybody's. It's all consensual. So yeah, yeah. Because I think you know, like talking about incest, like a lot of that, what happens is you know, fathers and manipulation uncles, or rape, raping. Well, that's off know, the table. Like that's underage and yeah. you know, stuff like that's that. That's not right, obviously clearly. But that's, a, um, but that's like I was saying, the, the, the stealing example, that's a clear violation of someone's rights. Sure, but sure. we're talking about ones that aren't, situations that are not right. a violation. Well, I think what, you know, you know, some of those things come down to, you know, not individual crimes, but, but you know, you're talking about taboos. And, and I mm-hmm. think taboos have those, have their roots in, in, our, in our species as a society in smaller groups, you know, um, and so having having a, a, a taboo or a, just a general like an aversion to something like like a learned aversion to something. So yeah. I think you know things like incest are are probably something that's partially partially an evolutionary thing that's that's. Part of our learn, it's not. It's not just a societal talk. Oh, you're saying you don't think it's just cultural. It might be like I think there's I think an instinct in us that says something's wrong with that. Like I, I think I think partially. I think there probably is. You know, and and I think that comes from being there, there's there's an advantageous you know uh, 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 an, an 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 advantage to that of having. Your, you know, you know, keeping keeping the gene pool as diverse as possible has its advantages, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm playing it devil's advocate in my mind while you're talking. Right, by the way. right. I'm listening. Yeah, but no, for sure. I'm thinking about people could use this against gay people all the time. But go right, ahead. Right, right. Yeah. And so what's what's the what's the genetic advantage to having um, a diverse a diverse gene pool is that you have less chance for recessive genes okay. that, you know, disease and, and, and mutations and things like that. And this idea of, oh, I'm going to get my bride from the, from the town over or from the next right. tribe or right, something right. like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's, there's an advantage to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, Maybe maybe it all comes comes from that. But yeah. even still, that doesn't make it morally wrong for someone to do it. No, no, but that's but that's that's and, and I don't think there's a, a moral that's a moral question. wrong about it. But to I think to me, I feel like there is. Mm-hmm. Like my, I feel like there is. Mm-hmm. But my brain's going. But is there? You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like I'm. Well, because my if own. that's if if it's true that it's a a, a programmed aversion that we have, mm-hmm. then that's going to be a, an instinctual, for lack of a better word, icky feeling we have. Yeah. It's that aversion. Uh-huh. And that our, our, that's how our mind processes that aversion, mm-hmm. is to say, oh, well, because this makes me feel icky, like I smell poop. Like, why do we think poop smells bad? Because our because our brains because I have have evolved to so say it's because it's unhealthy for us too. It's, exactly, it's keep, exactly. It's, it's keeping us away from it. Right, yeah. right. And so right. in 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 that same way, our our yeah, our, our brains have processed that like okay, this is icky. This is something to be, you know, to to have an aversion to yeah. because it has a because it has a long term genetic advantage. But then, what would for cannibalism us. be then? Um, because there's no, I can't even find anything objectively wrong with that. Um, the person dies and goes, oh, eat my body, guys. Right. And you go, right. okay, love you. And then they right. die. Love you. And someone kicks the door and they go, you sick son of a bitch. Yeah, you know, bitch. You're sitting there with a fork and knife over dad. Like, um, well, the, there, there are, um, uh, there are certain, um, 
diseases that you can get from like eating the brain matter of other humans and yeah. other primates. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. Um, so I feel like you're explaining like the potential negative consequences, right. which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, I think we could play devil's advocate and go, well, AIDS is highly spread among gay people or something. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Which well, a lot of times is a little bit isn't of Isn't that, you know, if you, if I'm you saying we can do that with anything. Right, but if, but if we if we strip down morality, what what really is morality, anyways? Morality me, is a. Oh, you go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I was. I mean, like in, in in my mind, morality is us seeing negative consequences of something, and then saying, okay, well, this thing is bad because it has negative consequences. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you, if but you really it, well, strip those consequences it down. have to be. It, somebody might feel negative consequences of skateboarding because they always scrape their knee up and it's dangerous for them. I don't decide I have a right to say, therefore, you can't skateboard because you're not hurting anybody else. You're not fucking doing any real damage to the world. Sure. Um, so to me, morality is based on easing the suffering of others, but also finding that balance between that and letting them make their own decisions. Right. And most right. importantly, it is about keeping people from infringing on each other's rights. Right. Or, yeah, or, 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 or that, that's what I meant when I uh, when I was talking about negative consequences. I meant mm -hmm. negative consequences for other people. Right. Right. Like if I'm if I'm swinging a rock around and I just keep hitting my head. Oh, actually, you swing a rock around on a on a oh, on, okay. on a string or something. I've got a rock. <laughs> it's a tied, long rock. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got a rock tied to a string and I'm and, I, and, and I'm swinging okay. it around, but I keep hitting myself in the head. That's not morally wrong. Mm -hmm. But if I'm swinging the rock around, I keep hitting other people in the exactly head. Right. Then that's that's, that's, then that's immoral. That's it's because yeah. I'm harming other people, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, why is that morally wrong? Is because it has negative consequences on the health and well-being of other sure. people, right? Yeah. And so, and so if if we strip that stuff down and say, okay, well, you know, what's the yeah yeah what is the the immorality of of cannibalism? Like, well, you know, know conceivably, is. yeah, there is to like there could be some health you know risks, but I right. think, I think. You know, um, it could be worse than eating tuna and mercury, fucking, or everything. Well, yeah, oh, for sure, risk, for sure, you know? yeah, yeah, and I, and I think I think maybe that comes from, you know, a a similar taboo of, um, you know, may, you know, maybe has, has something to do with with, um, I don't know, I I think it's it comes from maybe maybe a belief in in an afterlife or in in this or it might just feel sacred that's the body yeah, yeah, of a loved yeah, one yeah 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 that's, that's it might feel it's... disrespectful to that sure i think cannibalism is more it's easier for me to understand why it creeps people up no that's not true they both creep they both just creep they're just creeping in different ways what's that uh cannibalism versus incest incest is like i think in our world you find out hey, your your son is like i love my sister you know dad we're gonna get married i ate my sister yeah i love her we're gonna marry then I'm eat, we're eating each other <laughs> No, uh, whichever dies first, the other one's eating them. You'd be like, well, objectively, there's nothing wrong with any of that. So <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, I, I, no, you would suspect some kind of mental illness. Right. Well, but, that, right? but, but I guess, I guess the, the, that would be the question. So say you had a brother and a sister, mm -hmm. and you, A, found out that the brother and sister were adults and were in love with each other and had a consensual sexual relationship, mm -hmm. or B, the brother and the sister... Had an agreement so, that after after one had dying that they were that, yeah they, they were allowed to eat the other which is which is more revolting you know I don't know they're both revolting right. um, <laughs> you know I keep I keep thinking of when we were talking about swearing being 
the people who are offended mm-hmm. are only offended because they've been taught that it's offensive, but it's not actually offensive. Right, right. And I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to compare that. They don't compare exactly. They don't align, it, right, align right. exactly or track. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think object. You know, but the thing is, let's go to again to the Jeffrey Dahmer jacket. Right. I go, Scott. Oh shit! I just found Jeffrey Dahmer's socks. You want them? And you go, Yeah, dude. And just throw them on. Well, Objectively, I think, I think, you've done nothing wrong, but I have a weird feeling like well, I fucking, think I think I think the question with that is it's it's sort of like okay, it's cold outside. I don't have any other jacket. Well, that's and, different. No, no. Let me let yeah. me uh, let me go down this line here. Okay. So so it, it's cold outside. I need a jacket. Hey, here's Jeffrey Dahmer's jacket. Okay, I'll take it because I'm cold. Mm-hmm. Versus versus I've got a closet full of jackets, and you offer me Jeffrey Dahmer's jacket, <laughs> and I take it and I wear it around. Like, hey, look, this is Jeffrey Dahmer's as jacket. Soon as everybody, you, get it, you throw all your others away. Right, or it's yeah. because because there's a sense of like, oh, I'm wearing this jacket because it's Jeffrey Dahmer's well, jacket, and I'm extra insane. Well, yeah. no, but, but that's the thing. Like, like, why would you know? Why would you try on the jacket? Why would you take the jacket just because it's Jeffrey Dahmer's jacket? Unless there was an underlying, like, y- unless you had already ascribed some sort of underlying meaning. Or you just to don't it. care. You just see it as a jacket. You needed one. Well, right? and that's what I'm saying. It's like if if I'm in a situation where I don't have a jacket and it's cold, and you give me Jeffrey Dahmer's jacket, that's one thing. Versus. Mm-hmm. I don't really need a jacket, or I could use a jacket, or I couldn't use a jacket, or hey, this is a pretty cool jacket. But if 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 I'm if I'm trying it on, like man, I want I want to see what it feels like to wear Jeffrey Dahmer's jacket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's something else because that there's a, almost like a, like a glorification mm-hmm. of because I'm ascribing a meaning to it. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something that's a little bit comparable. I remember my one of my teachers, science teacher, Mr. Boat in ninth grade was he was a science teacher. I don't know why he was talking about this, but he was talking about like a moral dilemma where. Your 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 father gave you his ring when he died, and it means uh-huh. everything to you. Is your dad's ring, uh-huh. but you're in a, you're in like I'm gonna get this example wrong. It's not exact, but basically you're in a pinch, and you you have to sell that ring to feed your family for a couple sure. of days. And like, did you do something wrong? And he would he asked a question mm-hmm. of the class, and some people were like, "Yeah, man, that was your dad's ring." And and I remember at the end, he goes, "Guys, it's a ring. Mm-hmm. It's not your dad. It's mm-hmm. a ring." Mm-hmm. And, and and that's one outlook. You can go, yeah, but it's special. And there's, I'm not saying that's wrong to, to right. be connected to it. I'm not saying that. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, but at the same time, it's like two views. I, I almost see that with the jacket. It's like mm-hmm. some, it, at first people might go, what the, why are you wearing that? And you go, guys, it's just a jacket. Right. And, and you're right. But I guess it's the, I would judge people by the speed at which they reach that conclusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're like, this is Jeffrey Dahmer's jacket. They're like, yeah, hey, it's just a jacket anyway. You'd be like. At least think of pause for a second, Jesus, right. dude. Like at least yeah, wait yeah. for a minute. Well, unless unless you are so they've um, uh, 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 divorced from it having meaning, right? Well, like, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with that, right? right. Like, so yeah. it's like if someone says, "Oh, hey, uh, you know, you know, twenty people were 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 killed in this house in a in a mass slaughter," mm-hmm. and you're like, "Yeah, but it's like twenty percent below market value." Yeah. And, totally. and 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 so you buy the house and live in it because it's a hella cheap house. You like like if you're I just, just like tell you. yeah, but it's like like <laughs> if you but if you if you if you're the one who's like prescribing meaning to that, then I think that's you know like I said, if you're putting it right. on like hey, this is a Jeffrey Dahmer's jacket, everybody check me out. Yeah. Then you're just like, well, that's fucking weird because why would you? It's so interesting how our brains right. wrestle with these things. There's no real problem. Yeah, but it takes a minute for your brain to adapt to certain things or to accept them or understand them, and, or or we just don't understand these situations yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the answer is on this stuff. Yeah, but I was laughing when you talked about the people dying in the house because Brooke, my friend in like in high school, she moved into my old friend's house in my uh-huh. neighborhood. That's kind of weird. I never thought I had like two really close friends living in the same house. But anyway, uh, 
I had her absolutely convinced through freshman year. I'm like, man, it's so sad though that like the mom died on that toilet downstairs, <laughs> and she was avoiding that bathroom forever. And I didn't tell right. her it's like sophomore year. I was like, yeah. I just made that up. She's like, oh my god, right. I never went in that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, you think about it, it's like, man, the hospitals, people die all the time. and like, Oh, wow, I never thought know? of that. Every room you go in to visit somebody in the hospital, somebody's fucking died in that Yeah, bed, yeah, and, and you're there, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's like every yeah, every hospital, every room, yeah. or whatever. Like Except the dying. good ones. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like... Except the like, damn good ones. Yeah, yeah. I haven't lost anyone yet. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. Every time you go to visit someone in the mm-hmm. hospital because they just had some surgery, they're laying in a yeah. bed that 7,000 dead people just right. passed on through, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's crazy. And it, it was funny. They go, I can't lay in this bed. I'll need right, another right. one. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was thinking about, absurd. you know, we, we were talking about incest and stuff like that before. And yeah, like, you always are. I know. Um, but, you know, homosexuality is, is interesting because some um, evolutionary psychologists have have come up with theories that, that, that they say support in the sense that there, there actually is a, a advantage to our species as a whole to having homosexuality, like wh- wh- why it exists in that sense, in, in, in the context of child rearing. Can I say something real quick and pause? Mm-hmm. Sure. And I'm going to sound like a dick. Yeah. But I mean this. Uh-huh. And for the sake of conversation, if, what, what was the, what's the title of the person? They're an evolutionary biologist? Is that what you said? Um, ev- evolutionary psychologist. If there was an evolutionary psychologist who said that they think that having homosexuals is harmful to the gene pool, would you discredit them or would you be bringing it up or would you go, that fucking asshole? No, I mean, I'm... I'm Not just you, anybody. Yeah, I'm only bringing it up because the the common sort of right-wing Christian belief is that, you know, it's Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve and and gay people shouldn't... shouldn't, No, totally, I'm 100% It's not not natural. Like they say, it's not not natural because they're not having kids. Oh, but you're saying now there's an argument. I I was only saying it because I think anything that suggests like an intelligence difference between races, which is not true, but anything that Mm -hmm. suggests it is seen as like, get that motherfucker out of here. Anything that says, hey, guys, gays makes our species weaker. I I love them, but it's like, you piece of shit. You know what I mean? But like anything that's to the contrary, it's like a celebration. So so the theory theory is that um, if if 100% of um, uh, individuals within a species couple up with people of the opposite sex and have kids, you know, you have two kids for every couple or, or, or whatever. So you have, you know, a one-to-one ratio mm-hmm. or three kids or, or, or something like that. Yeah. But having, having people who aren't, aren't having children within a society, mm-hmm. those people don't have their own children to care for so they can help rear the uh, other children. So yeah. it, it creates... Uncle Joey, dude. Right, yeah, Uncle exactly. Uncle Joey, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, every <laughs> every family has the, has the weird aunt or the weird uncle or, or, or yeah. something like that. And, That's me. Yeah, and so it, 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 it creates... Um, it, 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 it creates a system in which, um, like yeah, yeah. So where where there 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 are adults that don't have their own kids and they're helping to rear the other children. And they and so it takes a village to raise a kid. Like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And so no, I mean you know I don't know, obviously how you know you, that that's it's it's theories based on you know this that, that and the other. Sense, but there's a certain I I think there's a certain validity to that. Yeah, I think about that. I was just thinking about the having <laughs> kids thing today, and I was like man, or yesterday, and I was like. Man, I, I can't believe I don't have kids at 38. Like, I thought for sure. But you know what it is, though? 
almost everybody I know with kids, not sorry guys, but like <laughs> they just got somebody pregnant on accident. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's not like I don't admire that. Yeah, yeah. I don't look down on it or admire it. Yeah. I just like I don't I just I didn't get anybody pregnant, guys. Right, like, I'm right. sorry. Like yeah. what do you want? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like I've had my share of scares for sure. Yeah. But uh, you know. yeah, I've, I've I've had conversations with people and say, oh, you know, why is why is you know so many people so young having kids and these people having kids when they can't afford it? It's like people aren't having They're kids. Having sex yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I say. People have sex and then they just then kids happen. Yeah, like it's yeah, not they like don't have an abortion. Yeah, it's like know, how like, many how many people going out? Like how many? It would be an interesting study. Like if you did like a legit survey of parents <laughs> and they were honest, like yeah. of of the number of kids you have, how many of those yeah, were like on. like I was trying to get pregnant, right. like really right. trying to get pregnant versus yeah. oh we were just having sex and it happened or we were trying not to get pregnant and we got it's like if and, i know. i was thinking too if i if i got somebody pregnant tomorrow there are people i know not many but people who know it'd be like oh finally right it's like yeah. what, do you, what i why why did i, I didn't why would i have to do that you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's well, I mean, you know, bizarre, man. Yeah, just... I mean, you know, parents, you know, you know, my mother, you know, is is always. I mean, uh, she hasn't brought it up in a while, but you know, it it, it used to be like, oh, are you seeing anybody? And mm-hmm. you know, oh, it'd be nice if mm-hmm. you had kids and blah 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 and that kind of. I don't stuff, get that so know? much. Too. Well, my parents are dead, so. right? Yeah, but uh, I I think too one thing, um, and I don't know how you feel about this, but. Whenever I'm dating a girl, and I haven't, man, I haven't been all in, like, 100% committed to a woman in a while, you mm-hmm. know, like, where I'm like, I'm going to make this work for life. Yeah. Uh, it's probably been 100 years, but <clears throat> anyway, um, no, it's not true, but it, I, when I'm dating somebody and they're a good person, that's the only way I'm staying with somebody for more than a couple months is trying to get a read on that, right? Right. But when they're a good person, I it, it doesn't take long for me to get to a point where I'm not afraid, if they were to get pregnant... I w- I'm not scared of that. Like, right. I just know we'd, we'd do a good job, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I do, I did kind of make an unspoken rule in my mind where I don't get too close to people who I would be terrified if they were the mom. You know what I well, mean? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, like, get, like get, that's, that's a pretty got, good... I'm like, reading that all the time now. I'm yeah, always yeah. Like, paying attention to that. I, I think that's a pretty good rule of thumb for guys or even I'm for women. For both. It's yeah. like, just don't, live by that. Don't, yeah. don't have sex with somebody... That if you right. got pregnant or you got them pregnant, right. that would be like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. because you never yeah. know. I had a scare you know? months ago, and I was just, I was like, thank God, and I yeah. was like, it would be fine, you know, yeah. like it would be fine. Kyle, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I knew he'd be such a sweet mother. <laughs> That's all he's ever really wanted, you know. <laughs> so so, sorry, 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 Kyle. Yeah. No, but seriously. I, I, I promised I wasn't going to throw you under the bus this episode. And, uh... <laughs> I remember having a conversation with my girlfriend back when I was like 24. And I remember it was like this eureka moment to me. And she's like, if I got pregnant, would you be scared? And I was like, no. And I was like realizing that as I answered. Mm-hmm. And I was like, would you? And she's like, no. Yeah. And we were like, oh, shit. We're adults now. We're becoming adults. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's kind of strange. But yeah, I mean, I'm not seeking it. How about you? You No, no kids, man. 58. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, you know, I you talk about having them sometimes. Um, I mean, you know, when I was when I was married before my wife and I, neither one of us really wanted kids at the time because we were young and we were still establishing our careers and stuff like that. And then since then, it's it's always been like it's either I either am kind of like 
on the fence as far as, well, if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Or it, like, I don't say it terrifies me. It just, like, like I look at other people who have kids and it's, you know, you go over to their house and it's all the stuff and then it's soccer oh. practice and it's, yeah. it's everything. I mean, it's your you life. Know, it it, your yeah, life. it's a whole yeah. different thing. And it's like, as an as indie filmmaker who's just doing my Dude, thing. And, we and, live our own lives. I got to right, tell you yeah. that. Oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of our friends, too. I look at our lives sometimes, I'm like, Man, we are spoiled. Like I do whatever yeah. the fuck I want all the time, and I'm like, man, yeah. that would change. You're right. It, beca- it takes over everything. Yeah, like mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, and um, you know, it, it, I can see where it wouldn't be that bad. You know, for me, obviously, it would be who who is my partner in this endeavor kind and of thing. You know, they're, they're right. such an influence on the kid. You know. Yeah, and that's and that's part of it too. Is and, and dating has kind of been the same way of just like. You know, if it happens, it happens as far as finding somebody that I want to be with. And am I ever going to get married again or or whatever is sort of like, yeah, if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. And if that person that I decide to get married wants to have kids, then that's cool. And we can go down that road. Or if the person that I get with doesn't want to, then, hey, that's cool. We go down that road, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not like I feel I don't feel like a drive. And but it's, you know, I'll have these moments, you know, where I'm. You know, these, these like random moments when you're taking a shower, when you're doing something and a thought crosses your mind and you're like, well, maybe, you know, there would be a part of my life missing if I never had kids or something like that, you yeah. know? Yeah. But um, everybody I know, with, I, I agree. I do have that sometimes. Right. But I also, everybody I know with kids always say, they always say things to me too about where like they would love to have, like both sides want the other side. It, oh it, yeah, times, for sure. Yeah. You know, at yeah, time, because like, like they have those moments where they get to look at this person they created who's like a reflection on them. Right. And, and right. they, and, and they, 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 now they have a purpose. Like you look at your kid and you're like, I don't have to walk through life going, what's the point? I'm like, everything I am is about making right. sure this guy's okay. or This girl's okay. Right. We don't, we're just like, uh, I'm not saying we have no purpose, but I'm saying like, it's not every day. It's crystal clear. If you're a good parent. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. my life is that right there sitting yeah. there on the couch. Uh, sometimes I'm like, man, it would be nice to have that fucking clarity. And like, you get a tear in your eye when it learns to walk, you get a tear in your eye when it yeah. figures out a math problem. That sounds nice, man. And, and guiding it in a nice yeah. direction and, and making sure the yeah. kid is a good good right. contributing member of society. But at the same time, and we have a different kind of moment that I think we take it for granted too. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm just hiking in the mountain and I'm just looking around me and I'm like, God, I'm in a fucking painting right now. Yeah. And I can just drop what I'm doing and come here whenever I want. And I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I have these moments where I'm just like, my life's amazing. I think sure. it all the time. Yeah. Like I, every day or I work five days a week on the West side of LA and I'm just like on the ocean all the time. And I'm like, my life is crazy. Like, it's so yeah. nice. And I, I know I would be, I would be trading that for the other thing. You know yeah. what I mean? And mm-hmm. so yeah. I try well, and, not to regret too much. And you know, these sort of perilous times that we're in right now and it's like, yeah. Okay, well, you know, I'm getting 600 bucks a week in unemployment oh, or whatever, yeah, and it's yeah, like, okay, well, at least I know I can survive. Right. But if I had, right. you know, if I had a family that I had to support it's and all scary. this other kind of stuff, yeah, it would scare the so shit out of me. So much respect for yeah, people. Yeah, that, yeah. That's another thing too is the fear that comes with it, right? Yeah, and the stress and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Wait, so, so I, I'm not sold on. I feel like if I have a kid or kids, that's okay. I'll mm-hmm. give it my all. If mm-hmm. I don't, that's okay too. That's kind of. I'm yeah. totally like whichever. I'll do my best, right? Yeah. But. To me, like I was saying, is like the key is what you were talking about too. Is like, God, the, the thing that terrifies me more than having a kid is having a kid with somebody who is neither. I guess the main thing is compassionate, like like right. or, or or emotionally intelligent. That's right, so right. huge yeah. to me, man. Yeah. Like more than anything, like somebody who's going to teach that kid to be, yeah, have a sharp mind, be yeah. good, be be mindful of other people, what, you know, other people's feelings yeah. of what you're doing, what you're saying, how they impact things. Not some dumb fuck who's just going to be like. 
Yeah. Oh, just uh, you know, do all this before they catch you, or, or yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. get it all. You know, it's 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 other, us or them. You know, like right, I've right. seen people who were raised that way, yeah, and they'll yeah. tell me, like my mom always just told yeah. me, you know, yeah. get it before they get or, you. Or you you have a situation where you know who who you have children with doesn't work out as a relationship, and so you're you're parenting part time, and mm-hmm. the kid comes over and visits, and you're like, God damn, my kid's an asshole because the right. <laughs> the parent yeah. isn't you know isn't raising yeah. the kid how I want to or something. You know, yeah, that like, that scares me a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Fuck you, Dad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm abstinent, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I am abstinent right now. We're in a quarantine, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So anyway, we're having a deep conversation so about incest, cannibalism, and child rearing. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of, kind of, kind of hit hit all the bases on, on this <laughs> one. Right. I feel like you know. It's kind of a wind down day, man. Right. Honestly. Yeah. It's one of those. One of those. Well. Um, so yeah, so Volga Fantastico is out. It's pretty exciting. People can watch that on the yeah. YouTubes and, and stuff. Um, it's as weird as I've gotten in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually self-conscious about it for real. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, even yeah. when we were filming it, I was just like, man, this is like, I can't believe people talk to me. You yeah. know, <laughs> I was like, I'm in this thing talking to a puppet and like singing and I'm just a like, hot dog. Yeah, I yeah. seem like a, I mean, like thankfully people I think can tell. But it's like, man, I'm friends with, I'm still friends with a lot of people from back home. Like, I got long stress nuts, dude. You yeah. know? Like, <laughs> I was actually thinking those things that I was shooting. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But you know what, though? Just, just go with it, man. Yeah. I'm sure mm-hmm. people watch Tim and Eric, their friends from high school, are mm-hmm. like, yeah, but that's them. Like, right. they're yeah, not yeah. morons. They know yeah, what they're yeah. doing, mm-hmm. you know? I'm, I'm always worried people see it and are like, is this guy insane? Like, no, there's a, there's a line. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's, there's us. Scotty's not a troll. <laughs> he just played one, and then he goes back to just being a, a Star Trek uh, uh, steady cam guy on film right. crews. Yeah, like, right. He's a good dude. Yeah. Mm, hello. Yeah, he's not an English, way, English troll in a bush. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's weird though. But it was weird. It was the first time where I was actually self conscious, and I played that clown in Camp Miracle. But yeah, yeah. I didn't feel weird because like Jen and Casper were way weirder. Oh yeah, yeah. They and were, they were, they were bonkers. Yeah. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, I was thinking like, God, look, I was looking around like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that's, it's kind of funny because I wasn't, I'm not used to being self conscious about things. Yeah. But it actually kind of felt like if I am, maybe that's kind of a good thing because it's yeah. like, this is fucking, like, go for yeah. it. Just go all the way, dude, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, then, and and that's the first time that I've done some acting like that, like, really, like, in front of the camera, like, just, I can't I'm just going to do, you. I'm just going to do this thing. I can't and, believe it's you, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's fun to, like, to get a role like that where you can just kind of, it's not, it's not even remotely close to who I am. Right. And, you know, you put well, on makeup and the ears, and it's like, a whole I can just transform and it's, and it's, it's like being to, a kid playing pretending. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And and you know, the like that's that's not directly a voice that I've done for a long time, but it's a variation on a voice that I've done for for a really yeah. long time and to yeah. sort of um to kind of like just kind of go into that and um yeah. So in the and then speaking of voices, so I did another episode of uh, my Star Trek fan film for the Star Trek fans out there. You and your friends are the biggest Star Trek nerd ever <laughs> so seen I'm gonna, in my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop that uh, tomorrow. Uh, it's called Quarantine, the Star Trek fan film, and you can see it at uh, a Star Trek fan and it'll be on like on the YouTube and stuff like that. Star Trek on fan the film. YouTube on the YouTube. Um, but yeah, that that's fun to do for the for the Star Trek fans out there. Um, the first one I did a few years ago, Cease and Desist, was about the the Star Trek fan film guidelines, and 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 this one is is about you know the new Star Trek shows, and you know I like to keep it meta where I'm, yeah, I'm not 
I'm not. This is this was a serious Star Trek right, fan right, right. film. This yeah, is like yeah, is yeah. Nice, I, I'm, it's always a nice escape. Yeah, I, I'm making fun of the Star Trek fans, making fun and also honoring. Like I love the other Star Trek fans and how passionate people get about that stuff. And it's it's both entertaining and, and hilarious in ways to. Um, Remember that old SNL sketch with uh, with um, Shatner. Uh huh. When they like, don't they kidnap him or whatever? I, I don't remember. I don't oh, he's at a Star Trek convention. <laughs> You've okay. never seen that one? I don't know, maybe. Yeah. And they're like, well, sir, when you were in episode, blah, 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 yeah. he, he just snaps. He goes, yeah. what are you people doing with yourself? Like, he just lays them all out. The yeah. hell are you talking about? Right, right. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was 40 years ago. I don't right. know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On episode uh, two of season two, you uh, push the red button. I think they kidnap actually, him. Yeah, yeah. They like try to kidnap him and keep him in their basement like a glass yeah. thing. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, and, 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 and I love all that stuff. I think it's, you know, I, I go to the Star Trek conventions and, and all that. And um, I, I think it's a blast. And, and I love how <coughs> excited people get about it and impassioned and things like that. And, and you know, just, just like you do your shows and, and yeah. you're, you're, you're like, make, it's, not, it's not about making fun of people more, just having fun with that stuff. And mm-hmm. um, it's not about offending people. Oh, people who were offended like by our last one. For sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's, but, but that's, that's not what's okay. That's, you know, you know, people are gonna, yeah. <laughs> you know. when I know I wasn't throwing punches and someone gets hit, I don't feel bad. Like yeah, if I right, knew right. I was trying to hurt somebody and they got yeah, hurt, yeah. I'd be like, I'm a dick. Yeah. I was just swinging this rock around and you're the one who like, yeah. walked into hey, it. I'm in my own personal space here. <laughs> yeah. I name names. Well, cool. Um, thanks for, Joining us yeah, for another yeah. episode of the Old Fashioned Hollywood Podcast. Yeah, thanks. Be safe too, guys. Take yeah, care yeah. Yourselves. Wear your masks and gloves and full body condoms or whatever it is you got to mm-hmm. do. And, um, but uh, most importantly, keep your mind safe because that's the true Devil's Playground. <laughs> the Devil's Playground. There's a reference <laughs> for you. Alrighty. Later, guys. Bye.